The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. It is the Joe Pag Show. Have a new song from Mark Skelton. We'll get to that coming up. It's called Take a Ride 2022. You know, Carrie, maybe it's just me, but when Mark sends me a song and the hook of the song is my name, I can't not, you know what I mean? Mm, you must, right? That ego. I mean, because think yeah. about it. No, listen, mm-hmm. so, a lot of the songs were about that, and then a lot of the songs were about the topics we were doing. Some of the songs were off the beaten path. You still love the Carrie song. I mean, that, that the, Carrie. Mm, yeah, that was a that was a good one. That one. Yeah, and when you're yeah. nice, and so it doesn't get run very much. But when you're nice, <laughs> I run I that guess one. So. I know it's been a while. It's actually called Carrie Lucky Friday. Now I was going through some of these songs last night, and one of them is called Carrie's Dream. Like the whole the whole first half of the song is you like do, kicking me out or I died or, or getting oh, rid of me or something right, and you take over the show. Right, right, right. And you love that, that one until the middle where I'm like, get off my throne. Yeah. Uh, or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, but but this sense. one, he sent me the, the, this one last night and I, I'm going to play it because uh, Mark Rocks, for those who are new to the program, we've expanded the program a lot. Boy, it's got to be six, seven years ago. Mark sent me out of the blue. Um, he sent me the JPS, the Joe Pag Show song, which I just thought was cool. And uh, it, how do you how do you say it again? If they send you a, the C A R I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess you got to play it, right? Uh, right. So I, I'm gonna, I'm going to have that after we uh, we we tell you that it's Monday. New song from Marky Mark. That is the chocolatey one. Carrie Lucky, Carrie, how you doing? You good? I am. Getting her done. Oh yeah. Making it happen. Yep. Follow along for the ride. Sam getting it done. You gotta like that that Ron DeSantis just doesn't carry, you know what I mean? What did he do? He did something. We'll talk oh. about it coming up. By, by the way, should I have gone to, to, to CPAC? Conservative well, Political this, Action I mean, Committee. It's, it's in a little late. It's this week. It's starting. I, don't, I'm not, I, didn't, I, uh, I think you should have gone, yes. Okay, you listen to the English that I, say, that, that, that I speak? I said, should I have gone? Yes. I didn't say, should I go? I'm not going to go. Yes, I figured but, that, but, as I was saying. Uh, you should have gone. Because you're a little late. I mean, they, I mean, you basically, with your words, slap me every day. I'm not sure what that's all about. <laughs> Maybe the your management, that. if I could I'll suggest that. that. Maybe, okay. <laughs> if you can. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, in looking through some audio, there's a lot of stuff of you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, go ahead and delete that. Yeah. Oh, no, no. We're going to add all, all that to, to the buttons. Mm-mm, no. Uh, add all that to the buttons. No but like buttons. this one, this is this is not even the good one. I don't know why I have this one. You'll get it, buddy. I mean, there's a better one. There is? There's a better oh, one I than that. I said that once. I don't have it in front of me, but there's a better one. Hmm. No, no, no. You said it more than once, but you said it differently okay. the second time. Um, but yeah, CPAC, I keep, no matter who I talk to, go to CPAC. Are you going to be at CPAC? Why didn't like, you go? Uh, no. I don't know. 
Okay, have you met me? Yes. You are a hermit. Do I, I do understand I tend to jump that. on a plane and go all over the country to, <laughs> no, no. to political action but committees? I thought you would, have pretty, you, know, you would have loved this, right? Former President Trump's going to be there. Don I don't, Jr. Listen, I, listen, I call Cruz. Don anytime I want. Come on. Oh, excuse me. Okay. No, but I mean, I'm not big time in anybody, but let me just throw this out there. I'm guessing they would have given me a booth or something, mm-hmm. some sort of a setup. Probably, yeah. And I look at the speakers lineup, and they're really great speakers. But I feel like I would want to speak. You know, I, I communicate for a living. I don't know that I want to go there and just be there. You, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Um. Okay, yeah. I, I, I get that for you. Like the White House it, invited us several times under Trump to go and take part in Radio Row. And Sam, what, what was our first question always? Will we have a, our own booth? Well, not only that, it was, are we going to get Trump? I mean, without a doubt, because because if you no, but you're going to have several dignitaries. So, Carrie, for me to pack up everything mm-hmm. and take my tired ass over to Washington, and it's tired, um, and and do that just to be part of a okay. The what happens is it's almost like a cattle call. They go, okay, sit down with you, say blah blah blah. Then they go sit down with the next person, blah blah blah. But if Trump is going to be involved, then we go. Mm-hmm. Like the one time he was involved, it was we were one of five shows uh, on the planet were invited and we got a, a nice sit down with the president i mean that makes sense the, cool. you see what i'm saying to up to make upheaval and uproot everything to go to to orlando to cpac just to do the show from a different place i don't know does that make sense mm, it I does know. okay i gotcha of course unless you could talk to the former president you know have him on the show again well the problem is it's never really guaranteed like we went to um uh, hold their feet to the fire about immigration the fair get together in Washington a few years ago, and we got some pretty good people. We we met Diamond and Silk in person, took nice pictures. Mark Lamb, it's how we became friends. So I think there's a benefit to going, mm-hmm. but at, at something that it, there's so many people there, so many people, and so many things going on. I don't know if it's really if it, it will be as good as me just saying, okay, here's what was at yeah, CPAC okay. today. Maybe next time I'll go because so many people have asked me and like big people like. Well, no. Should I have gone? Mm-hmm. Like you're yeah. not. It's crazy. Yes. Go next time. I'll just send you next time. Mm, okay. Sure. I'll go. I'll, I'll get okay. The big so interviews. all right. So I send you to to CPAC mm-hmm. and and set you up in a booth. You'll do it from there. Yes. If okay, that's part of tonight. my job. Yeah. Well, I can't this week. It's you know, oh now suddenly too you can't. Late. See? I think it's too blah, late. Blah blah. I'm Carrie. I like no. to talk a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm not really going to go. No. It's but you would late. have gone had I asked. Uh, yeah. You lie. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> we'll see. You're I don't know. You're not that much less of a hermit as I am. Mm-hmm. All right, it is uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. What, what did DeSantis do in Florida where CPAC is going to be? Because there are school districts there that actually think that they can defy Freedom and liberty. What, what do you have? From The Guardian, Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis is backing a controversial proposal to strip $200 million in education funding from Democratic counties that defied his executive order last year, banning mask mandates in schools. DeSantis, who is widely seen as a leading heir to Donald Trump and the Republican Party, plans to send the money instead to mostly Republican counties that supported him. The plan, which some analysts believe is almost certainly unconstitutional, was part of a budget bill that passed the Republican-dominated Florida House on Wednesday. It was immediately attacked by teachers' unions, school districts, and education advocates who say the penalties will strip further resources from classrooms in a state already in the bottom four of per-student spending nationally. This is retaliation by legislation 
legislators and the governor, Sejabari Hosey, a president of the advocacy group Families for Safe Schools and a parent of school-aged kids in Brevard County. We are down over 150 teachers in Brevard right now. We need more social workers. There's a performance gap because of COVID that's still present in our community. We need more funds, more opportunities, more instructors. And to retaliate and to attack the public school system that they are supposed to be promoting is very sad. Frankly, it's embarrassing. What's embarrassing is you pretend, what is it, the Coalition for School Safety? Um, Some crap like that, something about school Families safety. for safe schools. Yeah, uh, families for put masks on kids and, and harm them uh, irreparably. Families for masking kids, taking away their ability to learn, to make new friends, to socialize, to eat. I mean, uh, families who keep kids masked so that they breathe their own carbon dioxide. You know, carbon dioxide is the crap we're trying to breathe out and get rid of out of our bodies. Our bodies are doing it on purpose. We are not built to wear masks. So, yes, you lose the money. What's embarrassing is that you're so stupid. Stupid! That you would rather argue with DeSantis because you politically aren't aligned with him and keep the masks on, then take the masks off and get your $200 million. It's not that freaking hard, you dummy. Yes? I heard I heard her breath. I thought you had something, Carrie. No? No, 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 no. It's not that hard. Oh, let me pick it up where I was. Hold on. I got to get angry. Not <laughs> that hard, you dummy. Um, it, it's just, it's not. Don't force kids to wear masks. They are ineffective. You heard Dr. Paul today, Dr. Rand Paul today say it. The CDC is even saying if you're a mask, but they're not, you're fine. So if the teachers are afraid of unmasked kids, the teachers should wear masks if they choose. And by the way, if a parent decides my kid is going to wear a mask, fine. This is a, an executive order by, by DeSantis saying you can't force them to wear masks. I mean, they can choose to. The parents can choose to have the kids wearing masks. I still think it's dangerous for a child to wear a mask. But can you imagine putting together some stupid group called Parents for School Safety when in fact you're making the school less safe for your kid and making him or her suck back in the carbon dioxide they're trying to get rid of. It, it, it's, it's crazy to me. And the fact that DeSantis had to put something on paper to stop schools from taking away freedom is ridiculous. That's embarrassing. Your thoughts on this? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Do me a favor, go to the website, go check it out. The store is there. You can go still get your Let's Go Brandon stuff. You know, Sam, we have to update the, the logo, don't we? We made a new logo for the show. Yes, we do. So for a limited time, you can still get the old logo if you go to the store, JoePags.com, and click on Store. Uh, the old logo is still on the coffee mugs. It's on the shirts. It's on the T-shirts, the golf shirts, the long sleeve. Get those because those are limited. They're going to run out, and we're going to put the new logo up there probably in the next week or two. And when we do that, then you can go back and you can get your, your new stuff. You can say, ah, I got the old logo, ha ha. You, you, your, your neighbors will be very angry. Right, Carrie? If you still have the old logo shirt, mm, they'd be oh like, my goodness. I can't get an old logo shirt. Yeah, you do not want the old one. You need the new one. Thank sure. you. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, uh, you go there. Well, no, you want the old one while they're available, but once they're gone, you now have bragging rights. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that chocolate voice mug, we're just going to get rid of that because, you know, no, Carrie, don't do because that. of Carrie's announcement no, uh, the other day. Don't do that. Not, My announcement? No. Oh, no. Paula was saying that you that you put in your notice. No? <laughs> no. 
All right, we'll leave the Trump connection out there. I don't know anything. No, you're you're on here as long as I am. Hmm. So um, uh, that that's what you do. Go there, get the get the old logo stuff. We'll get the new logo stuff up there sooner than later. Uh, but again, it's right there at the website. Also, while you're at the website, click on contact. You want to send me an email. A lot of people have during this program, and go follow all the social media. Oh, and lastly, Carrie, this is the last thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't complain to me about Truth, Truth Social. If you can't get on there, I am not the guy. Yeah, you will get on that's there eventually. Not your problem, yes. Just had David, Hold our on. great listener and friend, write me. He said, "I finally signed up and I got the app." And good news, I'm I'm number two two hundred thousand three hey, to get on. Hey, that's awesome. A lot of people want to get on. It's funny because these left-wing outlets are saying, oh, it was a horrible launch, and you can't get it on the web. You can't get mm-hmm. it on, on, on Google Play. Right. We, we knew you couldn't get it on the web or Google Play, but the launch has actually been very, very good. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming right back. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Stevie Wonder, glad to have you along for the ride. Little Motown Monday. Great to have you. So as I was saying earlier, uh, Mark sent me a song seven years ago, something like six years ago, something like that. And uh, it was great. I mean, it was an original tune that he came up with, and he does a lot of original songs. Happened to send me this. Um, we haven't had him on the, the program in a long time, but I, I get Carrie, because of my ego, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you mentioned Huge. me in the song. And a song probably going to get, get paid. Yep. Uh, going to get played. You're going to get some airplay. Yep. Now, let me disabuse anybody else out there like, oh, let's send him a song with us saying his name. No. Stop it. <laughs> Mark is a special case because he sent me something that we were just local. We were just uh, on our flagship, WOAI. We were not syndicated or anything. And he was just nice enough. He was a listener. He, he wrote the song, put it together. I just thought it was great. We used it as the theme song for a while. Um, but, but here's today's song. It's called Take a Ride. Let's go. A bad day, feeling blue, can't find a friend. Don't let it get you all down. Sun gonna rise again. I've got just the thing. It's simple as hello. Hello. Turn up your radio to the Joe Pack Show. Damn right. Hear the news. A song. Dancing. Give it just a minute now. Goodbye to all your blues. Uh huh. Come on, man. 
I stand up and dance scary? I could. No, I wouldn't. You know what? What is that scary? Now. I'd do it. I don't care. No, no. There you go, Marky Mark. We appreciate you, Mark Skelton. Another original. Take a ride with Joe Pags. I think it's just called Take a Ride, but I'll change it. Carrie, I will. I will alter the name and make it Take a Ride with Joe Pags. I know you would. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, wow. A lot of, lot of Joe Pags in that one. Yeah, a lot of Joe Pags. Yeah, but see, you guys should love it because my voice wasn't in it. Oh, okay. Well, that is that's one good thing. Yeah, Mark. Good stuff. Very good. So I appreciate you, and hopefully things are going well for your brother. All right, uh, Carrie, you've got a story about. People out there paying rent, Crazy. and they're just getting screwed. And, and, and our our hyperinflation and the coronavirus garbage, this all goes in together. you got, you got to bring us this one. From The Guardian, rental prices across America have soared over the past year, with some cities experiencing average price hikes of up to 40%, leaving many renters stunned and grappling with either having to move to be able to afford rent or pay significantly more of their income to remain in their homes. Joshua Beadle of Sarasota, Florida, lived in a 950-square-foot loft apartment for four years for about $900 a month until about one year ago when the owner sold the building and he was forced to move. He found a smaller, more expensive 700-square-foot apartment for $1,500 a month. After living there for one year, he recently received a lease renewal letter stating his monthly rent would be increased to $1,947 a month. Over the course of one year, my rents increased 116 percent out of someone who worked gigs and is making the same amount of money afford a price increase of $1,050 a month, said Beadle. Some of the most affected cities included Austin, Texas, with a 40 percent increase in rental prices compared with the year previous. New York City at a 35 percent increase in several metro areas in Florida, exceeding over 30 percent increases in rental prices. You know what gets me is that the economy really stinks and a lot of people don't have jobs. Why would a place like New York be raising the prices? Now, I'm not condoning 100% or whatever it is. Uh, It's 35%, I guess, in Florida. That makes sense. You go to Florida, you can work. You don't have to wear a mask. There are no restrictions. So more people are going to Florida. More people are going to Texas. Our property values are going way up in Texas, too. But in, in a place like New York, in California... How, how do they get away with raising rent prices when the economy I mean, sucks? A 700 square foot apartment, you're paying almost $2,000 a month in Florida. It's not New York City. This is Florida. So Here, I don't. I, I honestly don't get it. Now, when we had an apartment, but it's 30 years ago, it was like 600 a month, mm-hmm. something like that, for a really nice upstairs, wow, downstairs, really yeah. cool place, you know? I mean, yeah. I can't. I can't Not imagine anymore. starting out now, Mm-mm. and yeah, and and how do you sort of pull yourself up by your bootstraps? I mean, where where do you find a place that you can actually afford? Yeah, I know it's crazy when you're spending an extra thousand dollars a month on rent. I, I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, and that then add that lot. to the to the increase in grocery and the gas prices, prices. Yeah, the grocery. increase in gas prices, everything. the increase in just about everything, lumber prices. I mean, everything's going crazy. And, and but the thing is, people must be paying it, or else they couldn't ask it, right? Well, I guess so. Somebody's out there paying it. Yeah. That make any sense. All right. Uh, we appreciate you. Okay. When we come back, it's uh, Cray News with K. Stories out of the UK. Stories out of Ukraine. Stories about Afghan refugees being brought here. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pegg Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. She's a member of the team. It's Kay Smythe. Cray News with Kay on a Monday. Kay, how you doing? I'm great, Joe. How are you? You are great. I agree with you. Um, I'm doing okay. I'm doing just fine. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot that we want to get to. Your buddy, Boris. We're just going to call him your buddy, Boris. He's always doing stuff that makes you happy. We've got uh, our buddy, Biden. Um, who's br- uh, building back better Afghan refugees to our country. We'll talk about that. And something we like to call love scams. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't even know, I, I honestly don't know what a love scam is. We'll get into that as well. But I wanted to start here. Um, you're here, obviously. Your parents are in Wales, which is where you're from. And you talk to them a lot. And, and I know that you do the Skype and the FaceTime and the whatever else. I wonder, do you guys ever talk about What's going on? And I don't mean geopolitically necessarily, but economically. Um, you know, what's is the whatever the is the monetary uh, the, the monetary deal there? The pound is it the euro? What do they use there? We use pound sterling still, which I'm actually really glad about. You know, yeah. it was a big sort of question during the Brexit negotiations whether. Brexit was even going to happen, even though I consider myself conservative. I was not pro-Brexit. I'm still not pro-Brexit. I think the biggest concern that we ever talk about as a family is more like I keep a bank account open in the UK and like my family kind of manages it. I don't even think there's any money in it, but I keep it open. Right. Um, But we talk about sort of more kind of macro global things. We do actually talk a lot about geopolitical stuff. Uh, Me and my dad both have this like deep sense of paranoia and have done forever that one day, you know, sort of like the white van's going to turn up and we're going to get like carted into the back and disappear away to camps and whatnot. That's not a a fun conversation, Kay. You guys are talking about the people coming and taking you away because you dare have free speech and free thought. Well, 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 I didn't realize that you did the macro geopolitical stuff. So let's let's go there a little bit. Um, It's interesting to me, by the way, you and I can talk about this uh, and some other, you know, Cray News with Kay if you want. I love Brexit and I love Brexit because I didn't like that the euro took over the entirety of Europe and if something cost a certain amount of money in England and a different amount of money in in Italy it should be I think the consumer pushes the prices and what they're able to pay and what they're willing to pay for a price and then the through capitalism and free enterprise you can raise the price or lower the price depending on what your customer says the euro said screw you everything's the same and you have to follow our monetary policy and if you don't then then you're out I felt like it was an overwhelming totalitarian takeover economically, but if I'm wrong, and I may be, because you being against Brexit means that I must be getting something wrong, I would love to have that conversation. Can we do that at some point? Yeah, absolutely. Was I wrong in what I just said? Yeah, I just just want to note, though, um, you know, before we actually ever get into that conversation in a bigger way, I, the UK kept sterling even when we were part of Europe. Oh, they never went to the Euros? No, we never went to the euro. We stuck with sterling, and that's why Brexit was kind of like, oh, so we just don't get freedom of movement anymore, which is literally the only decent thing about living in the UK. And by freedom of movement, for those who don't know, uh, the the whole European Union, you could basically go to any country you wanted. There wasn't some big rigmarole to have to jump through hoops and carry different papers and all that. Absolutely. I one summer drove from Croatia all the way back to London, didn't have to show my passport once. Uh, and it was great. And of course, like the freedom to be able to go to each country and work like Joe, I can't stress this enough. The weather in Britain is terrible. I don't know why we made Australia our prison camp back in the day, because the weather there is way nicer. <laughs> like the weather in the UK is just ter- like it's one. Of the main so you're saying they should have made the UK the prison colonel, uh, the, the penal colony and yep. taken Australia to be the New England. I get you. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting about about freedom of travel. 
I guess I'm on a, uh, I'm an identity guy where I love that I'm an American. I love the United States of America, our borders, what we stand for, and our our independence, our exceptionalism. I feel like you lose that if you decide I'm just going to be part of some grander, bigger thing. Uh, and again, I, I think we could have a great conversation, and I'm not arguing with you. I'm seeing it from here. You lived it, so you're going to have a better perspective than I do. Can we do that at some point? Promise me Absolutely. we can. Absolutely. I would love that. I would love that, Joe. Are your parents worried about Ukraine and Russia? Do they care? I mean, I think there was a little bit worried again that's part of the sort of british disposition i'm very worried about it you know all my friends um back in the uk they all apart from like a handful who've moved to like the Maldives and places like that pretty much everyone still lives either in england wales or europe okay. all my family very much still live there i have one aunt in canada and a cousin somewhere up near chicago but i think we're all pretty worried um but we've been worried about it for a very long time you know when the second malaysia airlines flight was shot out of the sky everyone in Europe just sort of assumed that it was actually Russia targeting a Russian passenger jet that they were going to blame Ukraine for shooting down and use that as an excuse to invade. Then, thank goodness, Donald Trump got in as president and he kind of, you know, calmed the world down for a minute. You know, everyone at least all my friends and stuff in the UK were not Donald Trump fans, but at least out here in the United States, we all saw the kind of peace that he brought and the sort of open deliberations that he had with all these different nations. And I think he actually quelled this now invasion for the entirety of his presidency. And that's another reason why I went from being a socialist to more conservative, because I saw that on the kind of global scale. And so, yeah, we've been worried about it for a long time. Uh, And I think that a lot of people forget that, you know, what happened in the former Yugoslavia is living memory for Europeans. Like we go through regular wars and it happens on our soil. And so something like this just, it's scary, but at the same time, we're sort of used to it to a certain extent. And Europe has always been in this sort of constant disruption phase, depending on what Russia wants. And Yugoslavia is now, what, two countries, three countries? You got Bosnia, you got uh, Croatia, you got. I, I can't even keep up with yeah. it, to be honest with you. We don't have that sort of um, you know, uh, undermine, uh, undermining, give it back to me. Well, I guess we kind of do. But that's a different thing when it comes to American Indians. But in Europe, yeah, it's like this whole history. You can go over history, world history, and it's just who owned what when. So mm-hmm. if Russia really says, hey, part of Ukraine used to be traditionally Russia, that's why we should take it back that's a problem for me at some point we have to understand and respect modern you know boundaries i don't know that they are but but let me one last question on that before we get into these other stories that you have which are all great um who's lying in your opinion and i know i'm asking you for opinion here but but who's lying either biden's lying because they said that russia was going to invade ukraine last wednesday and of course, yeah. it didn't happen on the 16th. That was a lie. They keep on saying it's going to happen as our economy sucks and his approval ratings suck. And oh, by the way, there's a midterm coming up. So mm-hmm. as the skeptical guy I am politically, I fear that the Biden administration is lying and almost trying to gin up a war uh, to say, hey, look at how powerful I am. I, I went and told Russia to stand down. Or is Putin lying when he says I'm taking tanks away and we're not really going to uh, invade at all? And, and I don't know why the West keeps saying this. Who do you think's lying? Oh, that is a very good question. I personally think that Biden is lying, but I do think that Biden, A, he needs a war if he's going to get the Democrats reelected this year, 2024. I think he also needs a war, and this is not from me. 
As you know, Joe, I am basically surrounded by a lot of former special forces yes. guys. Every single day, you know, I, I'm just surrounded by like Green Berets and Rangers and men with these huge military careers. Right. And when I started talking to them, because the first thing I did when I thought, okay, Russia is going to invade Ukraine, I'm concerned about about my family being in the UK, especially if it goes nuclear, obviously that's the big fear. Right. Um, they were all like, oh yeah, this is just, um, you know, cause we left Afghanistan and now all of Biden and his buddies and these huge mega corporations need a new cash cow. And why not like get involved in a sort of Russian Ukrainian thing? It's sort yeah. of the next natural step that they could take to make a heck of a lot of money through a heck of a lot of misery. So I think he's definitely pushing the war. I mean, I don't necessarily trust Putin, but I'm way more scared of Putin than I am of Biden. Yeah. So. No, yeah. I, I've got you. I, I think you're spot on. And, and again, you do surround yourself with some incredible people. And they are in the know. They know stuff that, generally speaking, we're not going to find out about, not through social media, not through the big media, who's all, they're all complicit with Biden anyway. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, but it's, it's almost, it's almost clear and obvious. It's almost like no smoke in the way to see he's got to fix his approval ratings. He's got to do something to help people get reelected in the midterms. And he's got to do something to, uh, to make himself look stronger than he is because he's a very weak guy. It's Casemythe. Go to casemythe.com. K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E dot C-O-M. Go there. Cray News with K. Your buddy Boris, give me a minute or so on Boris. I thought that last time we, or two times ago when we spoke, he'd already lifted all of these mandates. Today, there's a big story that he's lifting the mandates. What, what did I miss? So I think the new ruling is that there's no self-isolation. If you test positive for COVID, no self-isolating, just go out, be a grown-up, do life. Uh, kind of like we do with the flu. I don't know if you've ever had the flu, Joe. I, I, so. I very rarely in my life get ill. Like I have been sick three times in my life, tonsillitis, strep throat, and then I got the flu, uh, probably about 2017, 2018. I nearly died. I, then I wow. took a handful of medications. I was absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. The reason I nearly died is because I didn't go to the doctors fast enough, right. which is honestly, I think one of the reasons why so many people died of COVID is because there was no early care as you know, like you've had Dr. Robert Malone on who's talked a lot about this. Right. Peter McCullough talks a lot about it. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, Boris is just, it's that next step for him to try and not be fired from prime minister, like his position as prime minister. Now he's like, I'll just give you everything that you want. No self-isolation. Just go and be grown-ups so this is another cya move by him he's, he's covering his rear end again yeah yeah all right absolutely. let's talk about your buddy biden my buddy biden build back better bs biden um afghan refugees are quietly being brought here and it's larger numbers than we think um i don't know where they're coming from unless they're coming straight out of afghanistan we know that there are still americans stuck there we know that there are people who helped us that are still stuck there who are these people how many are coming what, what, what do we know on this so Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, and everyone knows Loudoun County from the school protests. Um, you know, Loudoun County in Virginia has really become the sort of epicenter of uh, division, let's right. say, it's in zero. the United Absolutely. States. Yeah, it really is. And so the County Sheriff's Department issued this statement saying that the Department of Homeland Security contacted them just a couple of weeks ago, if that, to say, oh, by the way, we're going to send like 2,000 refugees per month to one of your uh, national sort of convention centers that they have there. Wow. And uh, we'll keep them there and they, they won't be allowed to leave, even though there's absolutely no fencing around this thing. There's no security. So they, so, so they can leave if they want to. 
Yeah, they can absolutely just walk out the front door. Wow. Um, it's in a residential neighborhood near two schools. So 2,000 refugees are being sent there per month. And that's the estimate. That is just an estimate right now. So it could be a lot more, could be a lot less. Um, but they were basically given, like Loudoun County, were basically given no say in this. It was just, you are going to receive these people. We'll have like some FEMA folks on board. We'll, you know, we'll send down some uh, extra security cameras and maybe give you some fencing things like that. And look, Joe, I just want to stress, like, I am not anti-care and anti-help. I think if we've gone and damaged a country or, you know, like if someone came here and invaded us, we could quite easily become refugees. I have a huge, huge heart for people who have lived through war. You know, I mentioned the former Yugoslavia, former Yugoslavia earlier. Right. I have close family friends who walked from the former Yugoslavia to London, like walked during that um, genocide, essentially. So I do have a lot of heart when it comes to refugees and care, but the way that the Department of Homeland Security are going about it is all wrong. There are nowhere near enough checks of the actual individuals being flown into the United States. There's basically no follow-up care. There's no information being provided of any sort of meaningful level to Loudoun County Sheriff's Department or office. At least we know of that because they issued this huge Facebook statement basically preempting an apology to the people of Loudoun County saying, hey, This thing is going to happen. These people are going to arrive. We have been given nothing about it. We're being told very little, and we're just expected to deal with these large groups of people. And the number of refugees that have come over to the United States without the vetting that have gone on to commit horrific, I mean, like murders, sexual assaults, like human trafficking, not just in the United States, but also in the UK. Like there is absolutely no major oversight to make sure that this is safe and secure. And most of, I think, if not all of those coming into Loudoun County are going to be coming via Qatar. So if that answers your question. Well, well, the the bottom line is this, and you're right. I'm caring. I love people. I I get it. If you're in a a dire straits, I don't want kids and women and families to to, to be facing death. Certainly if they stay, I get it. But if you're not vetting them, which they're not properly. Mm -hmm. And if you're not warning the neighborhoods and communities where you're bringing them, and we're just finding out about it because, you know, you guys did some in-depth, you know, research into this and you found out that it's going on. Look, I do news for a living and I commentate on it for a living or I comment on it for a living Uh, I knew nothing about this and that's a problem because I look deeper than most people in America do and suddenly we're going to wake up and you've got you know 2,000 people per month who don't speak the language who don't certainly fit the same value system as the community and that's not that it's better or worse it's just true they're going this is going to be culture shock for them and their kids and and then as you said now you've also got some people who might have horrible criminal backgrounds that you had no, no clue about it's not okay and i'm glad that you're you're exposing it it's case my cray news with k very quick i've got a minute maybe a minute and a half on love scams what the hell is a love scam what is that so this is a story I wrote for the Daily Caller this morning. So love scams, romance scams uh, are up 80 uh, percent last year over 2020. So a love scam or a romance scam is when you match with someone on a dating app or on social media and uh, that person makes you fall in love with them and then you send them lots of money. I mean, Joe, there are people who have been conned out of upwards of half a million dollars by people on oh these God. dating apps, on these sites who are, you know, fraudulent, pretending to be someone different. If you've seen uh, the Tinder swindler, 
uh, advertised on Netflix. Yep. So that's a pr like it's pretty common now for especially for people anywhere between the ages of uh, I think it was 18 to 29. They uh, the number of basically young adults who were scammed rose tenfold in the last few years. Um, a lot of senior citizens get targeted. I mean, it's it's really terrible. Well, the like, bottom line is, be very very careful. Somebody asks you for yeah. money. Somebody sends you pictures. If you don't if you don't don't meet this person in real life, do a Skype or a FaceTime and really get to know them. If if you don't have some sort of actual contact, and if they ask you for a dime, I don't care how long this thing's been going on. The answer is no. I don't care how yeah. much you think you love the person. Just the answer is no. It's yeah. always good advice. All right, they can read that on the Daily Caller. And the other one that you go to, the, uh, you're on the National Pulse, right? Yeah, so that was the uh, the refugee story. And I just okay. want to quickly touch on that one one second, Joe. And I know that we're running out Literally of time. Literally 10 seconds. But let's be honest. We all know why they're being sent to Loudoun County. It's because Loudoun County is standing up for their rights for when not just when it comes to, you know, immigration and things like that, but when it comes to school choice, when it comes to masks, when it comes to uh, boys being allowed into girls' bathrooms. Yep. Loudoun County is the epicenter that is holding this country's conservative values together, and they are being punished with this with this new move by the Department of Homeland Security, in we, my opinion. We will watch the story very closely. It's casemyth.com, casemyth.com. Kay, thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, Joe. I'll speak right. to you soon. Talk to you in a bit. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Just enough time for but. I Apollo like 15 seconds. Sorry, what do you have? Oh, you don't right, think so you're going to do it? I, you don't have to do it. Kay was talking about the Tinder swindler. Right. Yeah, so he's actually like starting to make money now doing cameos. Dude, this guy is so uber rich and he has no reason to be. Yeah. It's kind of a disgusting story. He got out very, very soon, too. That's Polo. Sorry, I left you in the lurch. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you. This is the Joe Pegg Show.